<laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Ramon Foster Steelers Show live. That's how it comes at you now. What's up, Moan? Not much, man. Doing some trying to figure everything out, DK. And yes, that is me also on the side commenting on our show. As you guys comment on the show, you see how we do that? There's a little back and forth. Even though I didn't hit, I didn't say, hey, Moan. <laughs> That's because you're on the wrong side. I just I realized am. we, we put you on the other side. That's why you, you so you have to do all the hey moans today. Well, How's guess what? DK, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you to a movie that I enjoy. Hey, DK, I'm the captain now. Oh <laughs> I see I see how this goes. Did you know they gave away your number today? Yeah, I saw it. I got notified you know about it. Yeah, I did. I did. I got notified about that today. Uh, what What you think of it, DK? Where we at, man? Well, if you're going to get replaced numerically, yeah. get replaced yeah. by somebody who's one of the 10 best players at his position in all of football mm -hmm. and who comes in at 3 and 24 on the contract scale. Yeah. I am I am okay with that. Uh Courtney yeah. says it's gonna be a little awkward seeing a 73 out there. Well, wasn't Carlos Davis wearing it? Well, well, let me let me roll with Courtney right here on this oh, one. Okay? okay. Let me roll. Courtney, you know they they did not hand out my number. Okay. My number was poof, given out of the equipment room quick, okay? But they gave it to a defensive player. Fine. Yeah, what's that? What's cool. That? You yeah. can't give the 53 to another guy that was like Mark. Uh, you see what I'm saying? On the other side of that, I was like, so maybe that was an old to me. Say, so you know what, Ramon? We can't retire your number. Can't not give it out. So guess what? We'll give it to a defensive guy before we give it to an offensive guy first. DK, that is a small victory to me, okay? Let me have that one. <laughs> what better What better player to have than mine? You feel me? Well, I, I like the message, the subliminally sent that said, listen, 73 wasn't good enough to – wasn't, wasn't, we didn't have a player good enough to give it to on offense until we got this guy, right? DK, look, okay, I don't write this script, okay? The NFL handed me mine my rookie year, and I just follow it, okay? Get it? The scripts and everything? <laughs> yeah, the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chad says – what does Chad say? Hey, Mo. <laughs> Can, Can you, you please tell them to draft Paris Johnson? I will say this, that the, the Steelers are at Ohio State's Pro Day, yeah. which is today, and that Mike Tomlin, Omar Khan, and other team officials had Paris Johnson, uh, Dewand, everybody at dinner last night. Yeah. So I get the sense that they are still in search of yeah. beef, even you after all this. Yeah, 100%. And, and you know what, though? But I'm here for that. If we look at our team and how that growth has kind of started up a little bit, one, you got your franchise quarterback, the one we deem as the one, right? Kenny Pickett moving forward, as we know, is QB1 for the Pittsburgh Steelers for hopefully a decade plus. What better thing to do than support him? Not just on the offensive side of the ball. They've made a whole lot of transactions uh, on the interior offensive line, okay? 
With that being said, they got to go defense too. What better way to support them than to give them the ball back faster and controlling the run? You can't have a really good offense if your defense can't get off the field. So them going to dinner with the beef, Paris Johnson, as my guy said a second ago, guys, I would love to. And I think they may be in a good spot to get a tackle of some sort. I just don't know if Paris is going to last till the 17th pick. That's my only one with that one. And I know what's crazy is our guy may end up being a, uh, he may be an Ohio state fan. So that's, that's probably why. Yeah, that's, that's probably, that's usually the underpinning for a lot of these comments that are college specific here. Uh, Brent says, Hey Moan, why does the press constantly portray Ben as a drama queen on injuries? How did the rest of the team feel about that portrayal? You know what? As somebody that protected Ben, that to me uh, was it was personal to me. I'm be, and it shouldn't have been, but it was because as To said, that's my quarterback. But y'all know I'm a loyalist. At, I mean, beyond what I should be at times. Ben never got his just due when it came down to how he was portrayed and how he was looked at. And let's be real. Some of it may have been because of some of his mistakes before, you know, everything turned around. It is what it is. But other guys have had those similar mistakes or if not worse mistakes that you got to deal with. Ben's situation to me, man, is is always going to be looked at as unfair. But the guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer. The guy has amazing numbers, and he got two Super Bowls, DK. What else do you want from a dude like that, man? So uh, I don't think it affected him, but public perception, y'all know how that goes, man. I hate that, but it is what it is. Okay, I, I feel like I need to say something here as one of those people who was covering Ben's entire career and Let's occasionally would make reference to Ben being – I didn't never use the word drama queen, I, but I never use that term because I just don't like it in general. Yeah, but I but I did point out that there were occasions where, look, there's two different answers you can get from an athlete who's hurting. One is I'm fine, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Another mm-hmm. one, oh yeah, this hurts and this hurts and oh by the way, this over here when I turn it this way, this also hurts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And then and and Ben was one of those people, uh, and it's not a knock. Everybody has a different personality. You know who was famous for that? The great. Oh the legendary Roberto Clemente. Yeah. They used to say about him that he was one of those people, when you asked him how he was, he'd actually answer. So that goes back to your adage, do you really want people to tell you how they are when they tell you how they are? (laughs) You know, hey, how was your day? Well, man. It was terrible. I I got smacked by somebody, man. (laughs) My dog died. Uh, My kids don't call me dad anymore. Can you imagine that being the case if you really ask somebody, how am I so? Drama queen, shmama king, man. The dude was a monster on the field, so you take it as it comes, man. Captain Spartan comes in with, hey, Moan, did you feel any pressure when the team or the fan base wanted Mike Pouncey? I think that's the closest thing we can come up with to the Kevin Dotson situation. That's a really good point. And I, I tell you what, oh. looking back, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, hey, hey, hear me out now. Hear me out. There was, I know it was swirling, of course. Only thing that I had in the back of my mind, Mike wants to play center. He wants him and Marquise to be center-based guys. Uh, but I'll say this, through that process, one of the dudes that ended up, uh, I guess, making it okay with me about that situation was actually Marquise. 
Marquise and I became thick as thieves early, and I think he feel like it would have been a dream to play with his brother, but they're better better separated too. It wasn't directly saying, hey, Mom, don't worry about anything like that, but it was one of those, we're good. You know, so yeah, that was one of those situations where I'm looking over my shoulder like, God, Lee, I just started starting in this league. It happened. So that's why I brought up the other day about for for Dotson. Like that was a I, I feel I empathize with him because I always looked over my shoulder uh, when it came down to free agency in the draft. Brent asks, hey, Moan, what was the best gift you ever received from Ben? For anybody who doesn't know, quarterbacks. Well, they, they have to. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they take care of the guys. They, they have to. No, let it, I'm going to say it like it is, okay? Yeah. They have to do this. No doubt about it, man. Uh, one of the best gifts he got uh, was, if you go on my Instagram, Marquise and I are outside the plane with custom-made suits on by Ben. And who you are thinking these are just regular degular suits? Like, oh, man, it's a nice custom suit. Costs about a grand or maybe two grand. No. This one in particular, if I'm not mistaken, was about a $5,000 suit. Three-piece suit. Had the uh, montage of all the pictures of all of us together on the inside of the jacket. It is a sweet suit. Uh, with this weight loss I'm going on right now, I might have to get it retucked in. So, uh, yeah, that's that's one of the best ones. And I'll say this, too, uh, when it comes down from Ben doing it, his his team, I mean, him being a great teammate, friend. If I, hey, Seven, he always answered the call for me. So that's one thing I'm always appreciative of. Before we go to a break here, Chris Weaver uh, comes in and says, Hey Moan, I just wanted to share that how both of you have brightened my day because I have terminal lung cancer and you helped me pass the time. I have been a big fan of yours, Ramon. I never got to see a Steelers game in person, but that's okay. Uh, Chris, yeah, I'm speechless. I, I, I don't know what to say. Anything that, that we can do to make anybody's day brighter, uh, you know, we're, we're happy to do that. I know Ramon makes my Ooh. days brighter, you know? Hey, well, this is one thing I always say, DK. You never know how you affect people. Yeah. That's inside and outside of the locker room, man. So, Chris, praying for you. I'm here with you, man. And, and here we go at all times, man. Let's keep fighting. When we come back, we're going to take more of your calls here. Uh, more of your calls, more of your questions, comments, and, and everything else, uh, including anything that you've got to say to Chris today. Uh, let's let's show him, you know, what kind of community we have right here. At DK, what's At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. The coverage that connects. Hey, hold up. I got you. You want to do got? something? Go ahead. Who's that dude? <laughs> look at that guy. <laughs> look at the slimness yeah. of, of number 53 over there. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah. I've been telling them, like, man, look, I promise you, I'm getting Pounce on. Like, we got to line up with our schedules, man. And Pounce, yeah. tell them we're coming on. Moan, I'm, com hey, I'm coming on. I already promised, Moan, that whatever you guys need me. I told them I've been doing some stuff with the university, so I've been a little bit busy, you know, flying around. We're actually going up to Tallahassee for Gator Day up there. but uh, Gator Moan, Day? Come on, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> yeah, Moan, we got some big stuff, man. I got lobbyists and everything, bro. It's crazy, bro, so. 
we invest, we invested a lot into this stuff, man. We got a non uh, nonprofit foundation, bro. That actually, uh, Dan Cross, he's a Hall of Fame um, uh, basketball player at UF. I can't say everything, bro, and I hate it sometimes because you I know, know. Ramon, I, I, I want to tell Ramon everything, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, yeah, they don't want me to say all, some of the tech st- side that we have on it. But obviously, we got some like big, big players involved in this stuff. We already uh, had venture capital people invest with us. You know, it ain't something that we're going to UF and say, hey. We uh we need money. We're more saying, hey, we want a partnership, and if you guys want to match whatever we have, then uh, obviously. But uh, we already got commitments from uh, uh um uh, Florida Memorials, uh, uh Bethune Cookman. Obviously, you know the Polk County school system is going to take us just because uh, uh me and Mike are legends there. But uh, yeah, we got a lot of big stuff going awesome. on. But I, I I don't I don't want to say too much because man, my people be get mad at me sometimes. <laughs> no doubt. Pounds, Pounds looks great, man. Th- they're on here great. calling you the real 53 and everything, man. <laughs> Tell them that. Trust me, bro. Hey, I got to get that number back, bro. I might come back for one more year. I've been gaining my weight back, bro. And I've been working on the footwork. Diesel, man. That's what I'm talking about. I'm putting too much liqueur, bro. I can't do it. That's crazy. Oh, man. They passed 20-something thousand cases. I got to tell you guys something here. Looking at Marquise Pouncey like that while the two of these brothers here are, are yeah. chatting with each other, that when I see these guys look like this, when they look Yeah, don't do that, man. We're going to keep a hush. NFL offense. I'm, I'm about to head back. I'm going to hit you after this. I just had to hit you up. <laughs> I, I got you. I'll hit you in a little bit. All right, my guy. Oh, man. Uh, sorry, I had to do that, DK. I was like, we're on break. I got to call my dude real quick, man, just because he was brought up. No, that, that's absolutely great here. Uh, he's getting all kinds of love here. So is our man, Chris. Uh, he's getting it from, from all over uh, from, from people. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's uh, you don't even know what yeah. to say. You don't even, you, you're happy that you can make a little bit of a difference. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No doubt about it, Chris, for sure. I love that, man. Thank y'all for all of this, too. This is beautiful. Yeah, no question here. Uh, yeah, Jonah says, hey, Moan. Are you concerned that bringing not one but two guards, one of whom will start into the mix, will negatively impact the chemistry that this group developed last season? I love both of the signings either way. It's uh, a good question. It is. And I'm not going to lie. It's crossed my mind because it's so easy to say, oh, well, I mean, look at who they brought in. These guys are great. But you don't know. This is, this is what it does, though, uh, Jonah, is this, man. It kind of takes away from the draft. Uh, because you know what you have when it comes down to who's inside of your room. That's one thing that we have for about four, maybe five years. You knew the room wasn't going to change. Maybe a young guy, maybe an undrafted free agent will make the roster or practice squad. Like We was more worried about them. The dudes that you have now are guys that are going to end up being roster guys, potential starters. So now that the room is pretty much set, you set the precedent for what it means to be inside of that room. Chemistry. I- I'm telling you all this. This is one of those things in which you – um. If you become a starter and you start alike or starter and waiting, you accept those roles and you become a part of those roles too. Guys want to be on that field. And I think if you put the best five out there, the guys in that will understand. I hate to say it sometimes, but I have a level of de- detachment, DK, mm-hmm. from folks. Or if something happens, I can remove myself a whole lot quicker because football business has allowed me to kind of move on a lot. I'm telling you, whoever the starters are going to be, Jonah – it's irrelevant to the actual minutia and, and chemistry of the group because those five got to realize we're the best five out there. Yeah, that's and and there's got to be 
that cohesion and everything else. And by the way, I mean, the reputation that Sale Malu in particular comes with uh, from Philadelphia is that he is the consummate teammate. Yeah. Uh, they, they absolutely loved him. The Eagles did. You do not survive, Moan. Tell him, okay? No. That you do not survive in the National Football League, never mind thrive, for seven years. Seven years with one team playing every snap unless you are that guy. This is the thing about the league and kind of what I tell folks. You're either one or two years and you're done, or you get to three, maybe four, and then you're out. If you make it past four, you got something that the NFL wants. Because at 4DK, that's second contract. And here's a guy that got his first three, four years in Philly, and then he got an extension. He's a proven commodity in this league. So, yeah, DK, you're spot on in that one. Chad says, hey, Moan, thoughts on moving Chooks to the left and drafting Dewan Jones to play the right. Can I be real with y'all? I, all right, I'm going to be real. It's the only thing we can do, it, do in this. Do it. Chooks ain't moving to the left. He's not. <laughs> and and I will say this too, and I hate to eat my words, but I will if I'm wrong when the draft comes. I don't think Dewan Jones is a Pittsburgh guy, just Whoa, in general. What does this mean? You're fascinated by his size and, and what he can bring to the uh -huh. table. But I'm not sure if that's a one-off when it comes to how he's going to play in the NFL. I also ask why? myself why, 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 because why? I work. He's he's a bigger dude that we look at, and I kind of say, well, how are you going to replace him with Chooks if Chooks had a good year last year? Number one, and two, he's not going to play left because technically he's not fast enough to play that position, especially in the AFC North. He's too tall to be at guard. I don't think he's a fit for Pittsburgh. I know you're enamored by his size, and he's an Ohio State guy. But DK, in my humble opinion, and I will eat this if I'm wrong and they do happen to draft this kid, I just don't think he's Pittsburgh tight. I'm not saying he's not tough. I'm not saying any of those things. I think there's a team with a better need than him in Pittsburgh, than Pittsburgh. Ron's bringing it today. I, I mean, because his name continues to come up, and no, I like I, the I prospect. I, I love it. the prospect of him. I there think he is. ran a 5'3 at, three, at 375 pounds. Okay. That's moving. Okay. But that ain't right tackle starter in Pittsburgh. Jake asks, hey, Moan, if our special teams play was better, like middle of the league quality, how many more games likely would have been won? I'm not talking about field goals. Is the punter the easiest fix? You listen to Danny Smith talk, field position means the most. Yeah. I don't know if I've heard this more between him and Coach Tomlin. Where you spot the ball and how you pin them in corners, you, it, I mean, you you got to be good. Punting, we talked about this earlier this year, DK, He's got Percy Harvin has to uh get his 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 professionalism up. He does. He does. I'm not talking about the person. He's about got to become a pro on that field, DK. And you know how this go. This is bad. Yeah, I I think this team needs to take a hard look at special teams, but I don't know that it will. I think you can see competition come in. You'll always see the extra kicker. Uh, in, in any fold, you'll see the extra punter, but are they yeah. coming in as camp bodies to use a Latrobe term? Yeah. Or are they or are they coming in to legitimately compete? I think the Steelers should have a legitimate punting competition yeah. that Presley Harvin the third should legitimately win. Yeah, one hundred percent. Brian uh, says, also, "Go ahead, Ron." No, I was just going to say, Chad. I wasn't coming at you today, and I'll say this: Pittsburgh always send the house to Ohio State pro days. Yeah, that's true. And then the house <laughs> yeah. the house is definitely in Columbus today. Brian yeah. says at 17, if the Steelers' top dog is still on the board, 
and Jordan Addison is there. Pit fan. Who are they taking? Uh, if he's best available, you take him. I think that's just how it goes. Uh, but if, if it's between him and a linebacker or D tackle, uh, I also look at this and kind of say I probably trust the D tackle a little bit more than I do a wide receiver. And, to, and, and today's college football, he's one of the best, and, and Kenny would love to have him, but I think you have a bigger need for such a luxury pick of Jordan Addison. Yeah, see, I, I look at the wide receivers. I'm going to step back from this for a second, Moan. Okay. I look at the wide receivers, and I think to myself, okay, let's say you were to get Jordan Addison or a first-round wide receiver, just mm-hmm. for the sake of argument here. Mm-hmm. You bring him in. Where Do you have too many? Do you have to move a Deontay Johnson? Do you have enough players now? Are you bringing them in as a Deontay replacement and freeing up cap space? Do you see what I'm saying here? Is Deontay a fit with all that running backwards and then dropping balls in big games? I don't know. And see, that's the point of it all right there. Deontay is the X factor to me in all of this because Deontay has a paycheck that allows him to be there for one more year at minimum, okay? And with that being said, you got to say to yourself, is he willing to move out or play a different role for this team? The answer is probably not. Like, you're not going to be able to have that. I saw uh, somebody bring up Brian Branch, too, real quick. Mm -hmm. Solid guy. Alabama guy. Understand what he brings to the game. He has a level of physicality that is there, DK. And, again, he's a uh, – I actually talked about him today. A uh, four-year player at Alabama, which doesn't happen, which should let you know that he's a guy that fully understands what it takes to play and survive in a very competitive uh, atmosphere. He will be a first-rounder. He is also a safety. Justin says, hey, Moan, if you need some new sources of royalties, I've been waiting for a Hey Moan hoodie. I'd even wear an orange one. Here is the deposit. So he's 10 bucks on his way to a hoodie, Moan. We just have to make them. We got to get it done. I got somebody down here that can that can uh, get some done for us. I promise you it'll be really good work, too, DK, if we're into merchandise. That's how that works, huh? It, just that quick, man. I love merch, man. I got my brother uh, hoodie on right now. How many how many likes do we have so far today? Uh, I'm not even sure, DK. I can go on YouTube real quick because I am inter- live and interactive with our group currently. You hear me, DK? We can be coerced into she says 106 here, the boss. And by the way, she is the one that would have to produce these hoodies. So how many likes would you need today? Uh, yeah, we got 114 how now because I just liked it. She wants 500 likes to even begin considering Ramon merch. That makes so sense all those of me. you who are just sitting there watching this, and you know who you are, you know? Yeah. Uh, make, sure, make sure you're getting stuff done here. Uh, Dave Shipley says to hit that hit like that button. Like button. See, Can I put one up that. real quick here too, uh, man? It's all your show. I like this one. Go ahead. Uh, all this from Scrambler, and it goes all this deep. Although he didn't say, hey, Moan, I'm okay. We'll let it slide. All this defense last year had second highest paid unit in the NFL, and this offseason we're spending more on that side of the ball. Uh, fair. You know why? Because defense wins you championships. Look at it. When it all boils down, you need it 100%, man. And I'll say this. Um, you probably spent a lot of money over there because there's technically none on the offensive side. Ben's gone. You have a very middle of the road paid uh, wide receiver. I say middle of the road because $18 million a year, I think, is what Deontay yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. That's not upper echelon. That's up, but it's not upper echelon. Cam got it. Mika got it. TJ got it. There we go, right there. Like, yeah. that's all the cap. Yeah. And they are very dynamic players, too. Uh, Geographic Third says, Hey, Moan, between Terrell Edmonds and Bud Dupree, 
if the Steelers can only afford to bring back, I know I just had the same reaction. If the Steelers <laughs> can only afford to bring back one, who are they bringing back? That's a really good question. Awesome. I don't have an answer. I am punting over to uh, to to this guy over here. I like both of those dudes. I, I really do. Uh, I think both of them can play specific roles in Pittsburgh. The one I'm picking is Bud because TJ has kind of shown he'll have a what what if he's out for a game and so you don't need that drop off. That's where I kind of sit and with the with the ability to kind of move guys around and play safety role in a different I still feel like Terrell. Let me get to it. Terrell is still a tweener of what he can and is willing to play. Not great in coverage, but he's a willing tackler and somebody that can play inside of the box. If that's the case, give me the one guy that I know that does his things very well. And that's Bud Dupree. Give me him rushing with TJ and Highsmith before anything else. You know, the thing is, Moan, is you lived this team feeding both sides of the ball off of TJ and Bud. Okay, now I'm not going to suggest that Bud is going to be that same guy with post-injury and everything else here. Exactly. But it almost didn't matter what else happened on the defense. They were so dominant. They were such a wrecking crew. They did that I, I just that's that's what I'm thinking when I hear that, and I say that with you. You know how I feel about Te. On yeah, and off I know, field, and I feel okay? the same way too. Yeah, I, I, I also, saw Te grow up. I also don't know that you need to pick between one or the other because I don't think either is going to be exorbitantly expensive. Oh, I mean, that's you, that's you the correct pick, answer. Though you made me quit. You made me pick, man. Okay, I, I'll take it because my name's on the show. <laughs> yeah, they, they can get away with what they want. Uh, Ryan says, I don't understand how a third wide receiver is having too many. Who's third right now? Uh, Ryan, it's not that simple. Okay, yeah. When you're talking about you have George Pickens, you have Deontay Johnson, but you also have Calvin Austin a third. You have Anthony Miller. If you right. think I'm throwing Miller in just as an oh, by the way, then you do not know how the Pittsburgh Steelers feel about him. And there are reasons for it. They want Miller to be... Let's put it this way. If Miles Boykin didn't have much of a role. No. Okay, maybe he could have and should have. But all of that was set up for Anthony Miller. Just like everything that you saw from Gunnar Olszewski and from Steven Sims was set up for Calvin Austin. Mm-hmm. They're in a Matt Canada offense, you are going to need that end-around, scat-back type, running all over creation wide receiver. You just are, okay? And that's the third receiver. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it does. the the third receiver doesn't have a name yet, but it's part of the offense. I'll say this, DK, since we're using thirds. More than anything, if Pittsburgh is picking the guy, trust their process and how they've always hit on that position. It ain't many times that they that they miss on that position. If you're going to get one, I think unless it's best available at 17, pick a third rounder at that position, DK. Think about how many third rounders have really gotten it in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, it's it, there's there's not a ton of it here. I'm just saying that at wide receiver, I think a lot of things are still unsettled. They're not, yeah. not as they're not what they appear to be uh, right now. That right. that's been I'm my point that. here about wide receiver all day today. Mel mm-hmm. says, I know we focus on defense, but why should Joe Burrow be the only one in the North who can say pick your poison? Kenny should have those weapons too. Okay, I mean, you're gonna pluck Jamar Chase off the street or T that's Higgins, that, but, but, you know, that's, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful uh, statement though, too, though, Mel, yeah. because no, I, I, I'm with it because Ben always has been a guy, give me more weapons, but I'll say this. You don't want to overload a young Kenny Pickett yet. 
with that, hey, gimme, gimme, gimme when it comes down to the ball, I would still say this. I still think this is, is an establishment year for Kenny Pickett moving forward. Him building a rapport with, with George Pickens, with Deontay still, with Pat still, with, with, with Najee still. Listen to the names that I just said. Mm-hmm. The ball is going around a lot. You have a pick your poison, but you just don't have what Cincinnati has. Like, that's the biggest issue right now. Is you got to watch those names grow up too. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, and, and get more respect. Also has to get better on the offensive line. And okay, and, let and, me say and, this. Yeah, go ahead. Now you got me going. If Cincinnati didn't make it to the Super Bowl, right? Would you still feel the exact same way about what they have? Oh, that's not fair. They did make it. They did, DK. But they got put on the notice because of their wide receivers. You got to think about this. At the early part of Jamar Chase's rookie year, people mm-hmm. were out on him. Let's not forget that now either. Like, this has to grow into what we're asking for. You can't just plop it down and say, oh, man, everybody got a Cincinnati. No, that's not the case. Yeah, I, I find myself not all not thinking wasting that much energy on the Bengals. I mean, they are what they are. You got to face them twice a year. Chances are really good you're going to split like they just did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and even in a situation where it shouldn't have been an even competition, they split the season series. It's not – they're not dominant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's when you start – when you, you're in the AFC East for a decade and a half behind the Patriots, that's when you worry about a team uh, like that here. Gregory yeah. Waller says nice things, and then he says, we're getting a lot of help on the O-line, but do you guys think that Matt Canada is able to run a high-powered offense? I look look at this. I'm looking at my watch. If you can see, mm. tick tock. If not, the clock stops. Do you understand what I'm saying, Greg? This mm. is a show me league, man, and you got to get to it as soon as possible when it comes down to production in the NFL. The boss says we're at 200 likes, but she wants 500 in order to talk yeah. about merch. So maybe we yeah. can hang around for a few more minutes and see what you guys can can drum off, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. Jeffrey says it's hard to throw to a wide receiver when you're looking at the clouds. Yes! Or you're go. or you're having knee surgery like right. Burrow did as a rookie. Uh it 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 makes a little bit of a difference having an offensive it line. Does. DK, you know, this is an establishment type of thing, too. Like that group's still gonna have to come together with the new moving bodies potentially in the O-line room and just the offense in general. So yeah. Lenny wants to take Addison with a third pick, meaning the Steelers at 49 overall, believing that he'll still be there. Uh, I love uh, your thought process uh, of being humble, Lenny, but I don't think that's going to be the case for a guy like Jordan Addison. Yeah, no, neither do I here. Captain Spartan says, hey, Moan, what makes an NFL player? I see guys lead college in sacks, not even get a sniff in the NFL, but a guy with none somehow becomes a first-round pick. As an an edge rusher, that's that's interesting. The film, the tape does. The tape does that for you, number one, saying, okay, well, he didn't get the sack here. If I coach him up a little bit better, he'll get there. Uh, And a lot of the time, too, Captain Spartan, man, it's the fact that mentally you got to be able to beat the NFL, too. Everybody has a skill set, but it's a matter of who did you go up against, how did you do against those guys, and what will you be like if you get punched in the mouth in the NFL. The separator between those who do and those who don't in the NFL, here's the quick pro tip. Is here. That's it. I've met guys strong, fast, could jump, could throw, could run, could tackle, could hit, but they couldn't do it one week after another. And because of that, you're inconsistent. And I got to get you out of here. Well, I've got an answer for this one too. That's 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 a little different than yours, but not that I disagree with anything at all that you said. And that's this: when you're the Steelers and you are drafting or finding players 
for a specific role on your defense or on your football team, and they have a certain body type, mental makeup, and everything that fits, you don't care where they come from. You don't even care what their background is at the position. And yes, I'm talking about Alex Highsmith. And before that, I'm talking about Lamar Woodley. They took players who were at other positions or were doing different things, and they said, you fit what we want with the Steelers. We will make you Mm -hmm. into an edge rusher. We will make you into a, a tackle or a guard or whatever it happens to be. That's how a player, right, right, right. Okay, that's how a player can come from college and go. Not, not that Highsmith or Woodley were, you know, hit. Right, they went duds. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, but it's just a different mindset. It's a different mentality. Uh, you know this to be true because you've had those conversations. Most folks didn't bank on T.J. Watt being this, did they? No. Well, T.J. Okay. had one year on that side of the ball. Nobody. At, at yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. But they looked at TJ and they said, okay, here's a guy who's over here. He's obviously got the bloodlines and everything else, which doesn't hurt. And we feel like he can become an edge rusher based on this or this or this. He's got the motor. That's yeah. what everyone that's what oh. everyone saw and loved right away was that he has uh, he he had the motor. Uh, Nathan Lewandowski says draft predictions versus who you would like to see. Uh, draft take. prediction. This is so tough to. Uh, I, I I do like Brian Branch since you brought that up. I do. I absolutely love the type of player that he is, and I saw him play up up front and per, uh, up close and personal too this year. Uh, although he got beat by one of our wide receivers. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. That happens. I know. I gotta say, go Vols. Uh, <laughs> um, with that being said, give me a D tackle, y'all. Period. Give me a D tackle, or I saw somebody in here recently saying we had we, we cover tight ends as bad as anybody in the league this year. DK, we've been searching for a Shazier type, not him, because we can't find another one of him, but a coverage linebacker who will also be physical. That to me is probably the that may be the number one on my list. I've been saying corner, but I need a LB too, DK. You know, there's a lot of times, including on this very episode, that Ramon and I will disagree on stuff. Everything he just said, everything, yeah. like verbatim. Um, I would, I believe that it's going to end up being a defensive lineman, in large part because I don't think that the magical linebacker, the one that you you just described and that I would rather have, I don't believe that's going to be sitting there at seventeen or thirty-two or forty-nine. Okay, I just don't. Yeah. Uh, if it is, then that's that's where the Steelers yes. will go. Yeah, facts. You know, Ryan says, hey, Moan, is the current interest by free agents and draft prospects a sign that the Steelers are becoming a destination team, or is it just the Mike T factor? Moan, please tell them why people sign, why they sign contracts with certain teams. Money. Oh, no. Oh, no. Really? (laughs) Uh, I will say this, though, because you have some guys do come out when they become pros and say, uh, Elandon Roberts. It's like, I wanted to play for Coach Tomlin. That is a nice badge of honor. It really is. Uh, and if you're his type of guy, he's going to come find you most times, too. Do you hear me? I also had some friends of mine that played defense in the league and said, man, I was hoping y'all came knocked on my door. I would have loved to play for Coach Tomlin. Yeah, I think when you get when you hear from either the agents or the players themselves and they say what you just said about wanting to play for Coach Tomlin or wanting to play in, in Pittsburgh in front of these great fans and all that other stuff, it's a tiebreaker. 
Okay, <laughs> it means that somebody it means that somebody else offered right around the same money and whatever else, and now I actually have to make a decision. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and the the other exception is when guys are a lot older, and they've made already a ton mm-hmm. of bank, and they're not worried about. They're yeah. actually picking based on, hey, I've been doing this long enough. It's time for me to win. Yeah. I, I will say this. You guys are fans of one of the best franchises in all sports. That does help a little bit, too. Tyler says, hey, Moan, what was the best part of playing for the Rooney family? Uh, wow, you just took the words out of my mouth, Tyler. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is the thing. They stay out of the way. They let coaches coach, they let players play, and they welcome you in with open arms. I think my wife would probably co-sign off what they said, like it's never been anything nasty that they've ever been a part of as far as player involvement and stuff like that. It, it, they really create a, uh, a a real family atmosphere when it comes down to you being accepted. Now, it is a business, but as far as the business versus football, the Rooney stay out of the way. Our last one today comes from, from Ethan, and wow, is this good. He says, hey, Moan, do you feel like your dominant hand has an impact on which side of the line you play? I feel like it would have more impact on tackle than guard just based on where you're most often yeah. being attacked. Moan, in a lifetime of covering football, this has never crossed my mind. It hasn't. Does it have an impact on tackle than guard? Well, Not necessarily. Doesn't have an impact at all, is what he's asking first. Other than you creating a routine of getting adjusted, going you, to my. What do you punch with? What do you I, punch with? on the left side? I put my left hand down, but I punch mostly with my right. So that's my dominant hand. It was good. I'll say this: it must matter because if you look at uh, if you look at extra point and field goals, mm-hmm. the right guard usually go to the left side, and the left guard usually go to the right side. It's like this. Because, yeah. yes, you cross them over. There is a little bit of science to it, but your body becomes so adjusted to it that it doesn't really matter at the end of the day uh, as as far as what becomes strong. If you're training properly, both sides get equally strong. Wow. What an episode, huh? I, I got one more I have to hit because I saw it late, DK. Oh, it, was, it was very comical, man. Go Just ahead. a bonus one because we can give a bonus it. real quick. Go for it. We can do that. You're hey, boom. What do you think about the comments of being coming out of retirement to play for the 49ers? Ah, that was such a good one. Uh, I thought it was not him saying it, but I just think is 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 quarterbacks never die. They never do. <laughs> they they the need for the franchise guy. Uh boy, that would have been interesting to see seven over there. Uh, for a lot of different reasons in a different jersey, different environment, West Coast, that offense. Oh, my. Do I believe it? Heck, yeah, I do. Would I have wanted to see it? Nah, I'm good. I'm good on that one. That's really, really good. Hodge points out here, and anytime we can mention the the, the late, great Tunch Ilkin, uh, Tunch and Wolf used to speak about this a couple of years ago. That's why Chooks is better on the right side being a lefty. Yeah. Because, because that you, was where he'd punch. Your inside dominant hand is the one that kind of – so you punch with your inside hand, and then you control with the outside hand. Brent brings up uh, our friend Chris again. He says, don't forget Steelers Nation to pray for Chris. God Absolutely. bless you. Uh, thanks to everybody for for watching this this show. How many likes did we end up with? How many? <laughs> you see it there? What? How many likes did we end up with? She has headphones 236. on. 236. So tomorrow Thank we're going to try it again. We're going to go for 500 because we're going to push it right at the very beginning. All right? Yeah. yeah. All right. And then we'll, we'll have a more serious discussion about this merch. 
Yes, yes, we will, man. And you wear a fedora for $500. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Dolly adding stuff to it. No, Dolly don't add anything to it. All right, guys, let's do it again. Let's do it again tomorrow. See you.